Okay, second episode. I am here today with Johanna. Woo! Yeah, uh, Raven is in Sweden, so I'm doing this alone. So, Johanna, you're from Finland. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little about about why you decided to come to Berlin. Like, why did you leave Finland? Um, so, I was studying contemporary dancing in Finland for a year. And I actually ended up here by accident. Because I was visiting my then-boyfriend who was living in Germany and I was coming here for a weekend basically to visit him and I found this audition happening in a dance school so I figured why not try and get some experience and so I did the audition and actually got in and then I mean it's Berlin so I figured why not so here I am two and a half years later still here Still here. What What did you like about Berlin, like when you were here visiting? Um, the first touch I had was in Warschauerstrasse, <laughs> and I loved it. It was um, in Finland. I always felt like I looked so poor somehow, you know, like so not classy, but like really like a bit too alternative somehow. To the Finnish landscape, I don't know. To the to match the forest, yes. <laughs> but it didn't really didn't fit, and I really felt so out of place a lot of times. And then I'm here. I'm in Warschauerstrasse, walking there, and drinking beer on the street. First of all, which is quite cool that you can do this, and nobody cares. And then there's all these punks coming, and you know, people trying to I don't know sell you weed or whatever. And I was like, wow. I somehow feel so normal here. Like I really fit into the landscape of Berlin, and I felt so home because of this and because of all these people there. <laughs> yeah, it's very accepting, right? Yeah, it's like the feeling I got as well. Because we're both from Scandinavian countries, and people care so much about everything, like how they look, and it's very different from here, where people just go out in their pajamas and they don't care. Exactly, and it's I don't need to get ready for two hours to go to a shop or whatever here. It's like you know I can. I I don't need to wear makeup. I don't need to look good in any possible way. And yeah. it's completely fine. <laughs> yeah, this, is there is there something you still miss about Finland that like Berlin doesn't have? Snow. <laughs> real Snow, winters. Real winters, fresh air, especially fresh air. Um sometimes the people cuz Finnish people are somehow really cute in a way it's like I feel like I fit here better but I still somehow miss the awkwardness of Finnish people but you have some Finnish friends here as well right yeah I have two yeah <laughs> I have two <laughs> but that's it yeah not so many people could move from Finland and everyone would be gone <laughs> exactly though it's uh, there's so many people from Finland in Berlin I was just teaching yoga uh, on Monday in this Finnish uh, center because they have like this ladies' night once a month or something where they go to sauna and they have yoga and all this stuff. Okay, so you're dancing. Do you also enjoy going out to dance on your free time or are you like fed up with dancing when you come home from school? I go sometimes. Uh, yesterday, actually, I had a really, really beautiful workshop uh, called the Group Motion Workshop. Um, which is 
open for everyone, like dancer, not dancer, kid, old person, whatever. Um, and that was really beautiful, actually. It's a two-hour workshop where it's we had live music. Um, it was guided by two women. Uh, one of them is my teacher from school, actually. This was something really nice next to my education because it's so much more... It's dancing, but it's really non-dancer-like in a way that is really free and honest somehow when it's a lot of people and really diverse people. So it's also really honest movement when it's people who never been dancing maybe before and also little kids who never got told how they should dance. So that was something really beautiful. And that's the kind of stuff I like to do also like outside of school. Is that also like contemporary dancing or is it more classic dancing or like what kind of dancing do you do with these people who have like no experience of dancing? So the one yesterday it was, yeah, it's improvisation, contemporary improvisation. I guess it always depends on the people who go to these things, what they have done and what is their reference with movement and their background with movement, what they end up doing and... Yeah, but of course, usually if I take lessons outside of school, it's really contemporary. Yesterday yeah. was something different. I should come with you sometime. Yeah, so can go fun. next month. Yes, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Okay, do you also go clubbing? Like dancing for fun at night? Like techno clubbing? Sometimes. Do you have any favorite places to go? Some yes. recommendations? Uh, I love Sisyphus uh, in summer. <laughs> Now I'm not really sure, but now it's not even open, I think. No, I don't think so either. Sisyphus has this like great garden outside area, which makes it awesome in summer. Yes, and this is beautiful. For me, this is magic. It's, uh, it's you know, it's a bit like Alice in Wonderland, kind of bubble when you go inside there. And they have the little lake, pond, what do you call this? I think you'd call it a pond. This giant disco ball outside and the little beach and the DJs outside and it's almost like a festival in summer I feel. And all these really funny, crazy, bohemian, arty people coming together and, you know, escaping the reality. People yeah. go there for days and then... Pray. Yeah, perfect bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Any other places you go in the winter? Mm. I mean, Berghain is when you feel like this, it's good. But it's I feel I always need to be really in the right mood somehow to go there, because it's another way of escaping the reality, but a really really intense way. So I feel I really need to be in the mood to go there. But when I'm in the mood, then it's perfection. And of course. Keller. I love Keller. I've actually never been to Keller. What what is that even? <laughs> it's really it's small. It's really underground. Sometimes they have really really amazing music like people you know making their sets from a scratch. From a scratch? How do you say this? Yeah, like I don't know. Like I I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you make music from scratch. I think you bake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we understand what you mean. Exactly. Come on, we're not native speakers. <laughs> you know, but basically they start from the, you know, building their set from nothing. Yeah. And they add their own vocals, they add everything, and 
these people who are there, they are amazing. I love them. And they have this little pillow kind of fortune. You can go inside this little cave. Not really a cave, but something similar. Yeah. That is filled with pillows. And oh, it's like a cuddle room. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is perfect. And it's really... It looks a bit like a forest inside also. Because... As far as I remember, I haven't been there for a couple of months. I don't know if it's always there. But I think they have these leaves uh, in the ceiling and different kind of branches. And yeah, it looks a little bit like a forest in one of the dance floors. That sounds really nice and interesting. Is it also in a basement since it's called Keller or is it just called Keller? It's in the basement. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's actually in the basement. Yeah. And it's really small and tiny and intimate and the beautiful thing is you know because it's so small you actually meet the people again in the during the same night oh, okay that's really cool so it gets really homey with the people yeah exactly because you know like Sisyphus, Becca and Katja these places they are so huge that you meet someone and even if you stay in a club for 10 hours maybe you don't see them again because it's so big and there's so many different places where to go to But Kela is so tiny that you run into these people again and again and again. So you kind of get a bit more closer with them during your partying. Yeah, well, that's also a really nice feeling when it gets a little bit more friendly. Yes. Not so anonymous. Like Berlin can be very anonymous since it's such a huge city. Yeah. Like compared to where we're from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in Kela, it's really more this uh, little family feeling. A family of people who don't know each other, but... It feels more intimate. So you get more comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And all the people there also, they don't take themselves so... Seriously? Are, yeah, exactly. They are not too cool. So it's not pretentious? Mm -mm. No. It's really like nice chilled people. Sounds amazing. I feel like you should take me a lot of places now. <laughs> yeah. 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 We just go to Keller now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keller and dancing, this sounds amazing. We're gonna switch the themes a little bit and talk a little bit about your German. How's your German? <laughs> <laughs> It's getting better. I found a German course in uh, Deutsche Welle. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing my B1 course. That's good. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> So I'm getting better with it. I mean, I can understand basically everything, but it's just my own, like, writing, my grammar. Well, it's really hard. Yeah. Give yourself a break. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Understanding and speaking is the most important thing. Exactly. But yeah, now I'm trying to do... Okay, I'm saying I'm trying to do one lesson a day, but it's actually a lot because I'm also lazy <laughs> with humor. So I'm trying to do one lesson a day, but it's not really happening. But I'm trying to do a little bit every day, at least half a lesson a day, just on internet. And it's uh, it's really helping, I think, because it's forcing me to think about how to write and use the grammatics and like more proper German than just me trying to explain myself like we never usually speak about anything in German because we always speak English to each other exactly. like that's how we got to know each other yeah. uh, but do you have a favorite German word if you could pick one kaputt <laughs> why kaputt it means broken I think it's <laughs> something with my studying I just think it's something um, I don't know maybe it's something related with dancing that you just feel so you just feel kaputt it's like the perfect way to describe how you feel in your mind and in your body on Friday 
especially when you've been dancing five hours a day for five days in a row and you have so much pain everywhere and you're really tired and you know when you're in the u-bahn going home after a really long day at school and you don't want to get off from the u-bahn because you really don't feel like your legs will carry you all the way home so you actually really want to go all the way to the end station and come back and that's yeah that's when you're kaput it's really a word is the most <laughs> it's cool do you have any finnish word can you teach me something in finnish what do you want to learn i don't know pick a word that you like okay i don't know how to say this word in english it's kind of like um it's kind of the sound of water when it's doing this blah 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 blah, blah, blah. Is it boiling no. or is it outside in the forest when it's like exactly like in bambi like the movie <laughs> was <Yeah>. like dripping <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's like in a like, river when the water is like uh, in a rapid. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, I know what you mean. Maybe you only have a word for that because there's so much forest in Finland and exactly. like nature and water. So much So water. many lakes. Country of the thousand lakes, right? Exactly. Yeah. So the word is pulputus. Pulputus? Pulputus. With P or B? Uh, P. Pulputus. 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 Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And I think this is my favorite Finnish word. Yeah, it, it describes something I could... I, I cannot think of an English word. I don't know if one exists. I, if it exists, let us know, because we yeah. want to know. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a word for Pull this, actually. No. I don't think we have one in Swedish, either. You know, we have so many words for snow. You actually do? Because we don't. Tell me about the word for snow. So, we have the snow when it's really wet. Actually, this is more like in autumn when there's snow, but it's not really cold enough that it really stays. So then you say there's loska. 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 That sounds really disgusting. It's really disgusting. Like really sticky in a way. It's really (laughs) sticky. And this is the time you hate. This is like this October, November... Before it gets really pretty and fairy tale like, there's Loska, and this is what people hate so much. And what is kind of related with Loska is Randa, which is waterish snow, like it's snowing, but it's really like this wet flakes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And when it's really these hard flakes, it's Rai. Do you also have like in Swedish we have names for you know the snow that you can make like snowballs from we call that kramsnö which is like hug snow because you like hug the snowball together <laughs> no we also have a word for this but i'm not sure what is the word but we definitely have a word for this yeah and we also have a word for when the snow is so hard this one i can even remember it's called hankiainen 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 <laughs> when the snow is so hard that you can kind of walk on top of it ah yeah that's cool yeah exactly and that's uh, you know Finnish people they also have these like snow shoes these huge kind of shoes that are like way bigger than your feet are and with them you can walk on hankiainen on this really hard snow without like sinking down oh that's really cool I understand that you miss it the winters here are the worst that's the thing it's you get all the bad things about winter it's cold it's raining it's windy but you don't get any of the bonus things you don't get the prettiness you don't get the light that comes with snow you don't get the the fun of making like snow angels exactly (laughs) having snowball fights and just all this prettiness here it's just cold and dark and rainy in finland it's cold and dark but pretty yeah Yeah, it's a huge difference. Exactly. Nice. That's what I missed. We have one final question for you. (laughs) Which leg do you use first when you put on pants? 
I'm pretty sure it's the right one. I think it's the right one. Because you're right-handed? Yes. Yeah, that would make sense. It just feels more natural. I will see tomorrow morning when I get dressed, if this is the correct answer. Yeah. Do you also carry your bag on the right shoulder or the left shoulder? I never ever have a bag. I always have a backpack. Yeah, then I think I would have it on the right shoulder. If I sometimes would carry my backpack on one shoulder, you know, in a really full U-Bahn or something, yeah. being scared that people will steal my stuff, then I think I always have it more in my right shoulder. Yeah. I think that's only a thing of habit, right? And it feels so weird to have it on the other one. I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah. even with dancing, everything on the right side is easy. And then I need to do it left and I can't. Yeah, so right is your dominant side. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think we are, we're through. So yeah. thank you so much for coming to our podcast. Thank you. And let's go to Keller really soon. Yes. <laughs> I want to see this forest basement. Pillow thing. And the pillow thing. Yes. Yeah, let's take naps there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, next time we are going to be here with the Michi or Mikhail. I never know how to pronounce his name. I call him Michi. He's a friend of us from Russia. So we're going from Finland to Russia. And uh, yeah, so see you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.